0: What is up everybody, welcome back to the John Dawson Perspective Podcast Where we talk about anything and everything I want to remind you guys to stay motivated, stay blessed, stay excited and get done what you gotta get done So without any more waste of time, let's dive into it What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the John Dawson Perspective Podcast. We are at it again, myself and Ben, soloing it tonight. Ben, how you doing?
1: Happy to be here, man. I think we are living in the greatest timeline in the history of humanity. Wow. And I mean that.
0: Oh, oh. Coming, out, coming out with some controversy. Um, why do you say that?
1: Well, I mean, I don't mean to start controversy, but I think when we look into the history books a thousand years from now, and we see the triumphs that that mankind was able to achieve here in, you know, the early 21st century, there are going to be a lot of people that say, man, I wish I was alive back then to see how it went down to be a part of that, you know, that human revolution against tyranny.
0: That That is true. And I've kind of thought about that over over time as I keep putting content out, like, I always want to be on the right side of history, right? Like I feel like no matter how much we look back on history, we see the people that were always like ridiculed. I mean, let's go back to what Dale Brisby said. Jesus was the first person that was canceled. Like you always look back in history and see the people that continued to speak out, even though like everything was against them, like the shadow bans, all this different stuff. So I, I, I I do, I guess I do kind of agree with you. They're going to look back and they will be like, yo, people put up a fight even though like it felt like the world was just against them, which I mean, Dale. Dale
1: also said a good line. He said nothing, nothing surprises Jesus or there are no surprises to God or something like that. Yeah, I that was pretty, uh, pretty profound to just slide in there and not say anything about it.
0: Yeah, that is true. Like he, he already knows, knows and knew what was going to happen. And, and, the, and the thing is, oh my gosh. Okay. Um, there was an audio uh, that I, that I heard um, on TikTok. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have Daniel play that audio for you guys real quick.
2: I think that at the end of your life, there's this place you come to. And I'm a Christian, so I think at the end of my life, I want the Lord to go, Hey, well done, good and faithful servant. But I also think he's going to go, Hey, by the way, this is who you could have been. I think he introduces you to the person you are capable of becoming. I really believe that, that at the end of your life, you're going to get introduced to the person you could have been, you were destined to be, that he made you to be. And so I'm chasing that dude. Every day I'm chasing that dude. That's the pull power for me. Every decision I make, the things I go through in my life, whether I'm going to go to the gym, whether I'm going to make a phone call, how I'm going to eat, does it get me closer to that guy? Because I think the best end of a life is well done by the Lord and you're identical twins with that person. The bad end of a life would be I meet this man I could have been and we're total strangers. I mean, we're just complete opposites. I know nothing about this guy. There's no familiarity at all. And it means that I went down these easy roads. I took the comfortable road. The comfortable road will never lead you to the person you were destined to be ever in your life. And so I don't know, if, you, if you don't become obsessed with chasing that person, you end up never meeting him.
0: What do you think about that, Ben?
2: Well, I think that's, um, I mean, obviously it's
1: extremely inspirational. I mean, you always think about, you know, you know not to uh, give a shout out to the army ad campaigns, but, you know, be all you can be. And this concept that, you know, we might one day meet what we could have been, um, you know, nothing makes you want to start getting up early and working out every day and just, you know, reaching every goal that you can every single day. Um, you know, it's it's motivating. And, you know, I think about that stuff all the time. We all Americans at large and, you know, not even Americans, just people in first world countries suffer from what I call, you know, lack of achievement syndrome or, or underachiever syndrome. So, I mean, what we call first world problems, we have like, you know, depression and all these different types of mental illness. A lot of that stems from the fact that we know how we 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 see what a measure of success is, whether that be monetarily or, you know, reaching people or just being an overall, you know, good influence on the world. We see what people are capable of, yet the vast majority of us never come close to that.
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, and I think, and I think what's made me think of that right now is when you said that, like, we're living in a great time where we, people are going to look back at this time in history. And it kind of sparked that thought of like, what did you do in this moment, in this time when, when it was uncool to say these things or uncool to be that person or, or people were, you know, keyboard warriors always trying to tear you down. Like, how did you respond? Did, Did you take the easy path of, of being like, yeah, you know, whatever or or did you fight through it? Did you push? Did you try to find the truth? did you try to try to find the honesty and and i and I, and i and I've been pushing this message a lot on all my channels, like you said, like we all need to get that motivation, but I feel like we also all need to start chasing truth right no matter no matter what we do, it needs to be truth driven and I feel like a lot of us a lot of us and and for all you guys listening,, I'm not trying to call you out, but I'm also trying to call you out. A lot of us will see the lies and all this stuff that's going on in the media, a lot of stuff that's going on in our world, people who have kids, people who don't have kids, people who have kids more specifically though, and we choose to just look the other way, right? We're raising our kids to, to tell the truth, to, to, to grow up and be uh, 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 people who help others, who are kind, respectful, loving, compassionate, you know, empathetic. Yet we're seeing people being lied to and and, and, and and being led astray and we're just like, eh, I don't wanna I don't wanna upset anybody by 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 calling out what I see as false. And I feel like we're in a really, really, like you said, pivotal time right now, uh, an amazing time in history where people really are. I mean, there is a there there is a choice for everybody to make. Like I feel like there's been other times in history where you could go along throughout life and not really have to make a decision. Right? You could just kind of go along the main path and be totally fine without choosing anything. And I feel like the last five years or so, three years, pretty much since the beginning of the Trump presidency, there's been a clear line of like, are you going to stand up for the truth? Are you going to try to fight for the what you would ass- what we would assume would be not the truth, or are you going to just remain silent and watch people you know go back and forth? And I think that's, I think that's interesting. And I'm not, I'm not really saying any, any sides wrong. I'm just saying, I think it's interesting how our country, our world is now specifically divided up into sides. And it's, I don't know, it's like you said, man, I, 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 it's a great time in history, but it's also scary.
1: I mean, part of me thinks that, I mean, when you talk about, you know, watching the lies, you know, sort of trans or, uh, you know, come to fruition in the, in the mainstream media, sometimes I kind of feel like we're being played by both sides. But that's a conversation for a different day. It is an absolute fact, and you don't have to apologize to anybody listening to this. It's a fact, and we're guilty of this as well that when presented with the opportunity, there are plenty of times where we all myself included, take the easy way out.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely
1: and, um now i I, I, don't, I forget where I saw this it might have been earlier today. I was watching some video. This guy was talking about the idea of you know adversity, and you know what I was talking about first world problems earlier. We have so little, you know, compared to w- what some people have, a lot of us have very little real adversity. And when we're, when we're faced with those adversities, we can either, you know, attack them head on or we can avoid them. So this guy was talking about how, uh, you know, when they created this, the biodome, You know, do you know what that is? I've heard of it. So it was this, you know, self-contained ecosystem and the trees the scientists found. When they planted these trees, they would grow to be adult trees. But once they got to a certain size, they would fall over. Every single time, but it didn't matter what species of tree, um, and it didn't matter how old the tree was. When it got to a certain size, that tree would fall over. Because inside the biodome, there was no wind. There was nothing to make these tr- trees sway back and forth. There was nothing to signal to these trees to grow deep, strong roots. And because of that, they didn't survive. Damn, Ben. That's good.
0: And it's, it's, it's the crazy thing is we see that specifically portrayed in life like think think about the people who become very successful and and i I know it's not a one size fits all but for the majority of it when you actually look at people that have pushed and grinded they've had to overcome adversity there's no one that's 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 got a, a billion dollars in the bank or a million dollars in the bank that 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 just woke up and 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 happened to hit the perfect path the entire way there's been something that's knocked them over or something that's tried to take over them or something and in the end They, they, they build stronger in Biden's term. They build back better and (laughs) they, they keep, you know, uh, uh, honing their craft and becoming better. I mean, it's the same thing with training, with lifting, with, with any type of sports is you break, you break, you break it down and then you build it back up. I mean, it's, you know, tear and repair. That's what they always say with, with, you know, bodybuilding. And, and I think, I think that's something that we can all take into account. Um, just to kind of start this podcast off is just, is focus on or, or, or be aware of, of the adversity in our world right now. Be aware of the pivotal time that we're in right now. Be aware of the fact that every individual is important in agreeing with us or disagreeing with us. I really don't care. I, I appreciate when people like, like our guest last week, Victoria, um, that one guy that went on a live with me the other time, like I do appreciate as much as I disagree and, and, and can't fathom their thought process. I appreciate the people that are willing to speak up and have conversation and, and be a part of the change, whether I think they're going for the wrong side. I appreciate the the investment they're making in this country. And I truly believe, and which is why I'm glad that they do that, I truly believe that the truth will, will prevail as long as the people are willing to speak it. So I, I think that's something we need to keep in mind and, and people should, you know, think about.
1: Yeah. Um, if you believe in a cause, you have to fight for it. Otherwise, you can't, you know, honestly claim that you believe in a cause.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Much Love Clothing. This is an American-first clothing brand that focuses on supporting our country and those who fight and have fought for our freedom. Much Love is about empowering those who have stood up and spoken out about the current events in our country. We know it's difficult nowadays to speak freely about your views without fear of getting canceled or or shut down by your job or social media. Much Love Clothing is to empower those to speak out and, and, and let people be unapologetically American. And proud of the opportunities we are given here in this country. Despite race, despite where you came from, we know that America offers something that you can't get anywhere else. And Much Love Clothing is also what makes this podcast possible. So we would really appreciate your support. If you go check out muchlovestore.com, you can find some awesome clothing, some really cool accessories, and use discount code JohnDawsonPerspective for a discount. Now, without any more waste of time, let's dive back into the podcast. So with... With causes being talked about, uh, uh, well, actually, I'm I'm gonna let you. I, I was gonna go into something, but I'm gonna let you choose. What there's so many current events that are going on right now. So many. There's
1: a billion things going on right uh, now. Um, you know, we, <laughs> we have the border ice horse situation. We got Project Veritas breaking the internet. Um, you know, we have the, the, the banking uh, proposals that the that big government is doing right now, trying to monitor everybody's uh, bank accounts. We have BLM and anti-vaxxers going hand-in-hand hand against these vaccine mandates.
0: Well, I didn't see that. Wait, time off. First off, I made it just, just to get the get the cowboy vaquero uh, whipping people out of the way because I made a video on YouTube about that if you guys want to go see it. But that whole situation is ridiculous. Um, we all – everybody's already been informed as to those are not whips. Anybody that has any type of common sense knows that those are reins. They, you can swing them around. It's used for herding cattle. It's used for other things. It's not meant to slap or hit or touch anybody. It's it's like waving your arms when, when a horse is trying to run by so that they don't run onto the freeway. Or so. Well, see, people probably don't even understand what that is. Anyway, that's ridiculous. What I find even more ridiculous is when Kamala, Kamala comes out and addresses the media and says some silly – Garbage! Like I can't believe what those what those uh, men on horseback were doing. It's just inhumane. Those people are, and I'm like, you made this problem, and now you want to reprimand the people that are trying to fix the problem that you've created. And you, in that span, you didn't even address the errors that you made. Like this is the administration we're dealing with, where they create a massive problem, an influx of like fifteen thousand people over the weekend. Directly correlated with them canceling the deportation of Haitians, um, and and you want to talk trash on the guys on horseback risking their lives when you won't even go down there. It blew my mind, and I didn't think I could like her less, but my God.
1: Yeah, I mean Kamala's pretty awful, right? I mean she's pretty. Uh- Kamala's awful. But that aside, the border situation is is, it's gotten so far out of hand. And finally, they've they're actually, you know, the the administration is actually admitting that the the situation is out of hand and that something absolutely needs to be done of it. And just this week, for, for whatever reason, just this week, Governor Greg Abbott sent, you know, sent the troops down to the border where, you know, that dam that all the Haitians were coming across, put troops there, stopped the crossings there. Um, now we have the the White House admitting that they don't know, or at least they're not disclosing, where six thousand of those Haitians went. So it was like overnight, the the, the number of people in that tent city was it cut by like ninety percent. There's bulldozers bulldozing over the tents and everything that were like the sort of like you know makeshift structures that were there. Um, but you're right, John. This was absolutely. I mean, I'm not gonna even, I'm not even gonna say that you know they're the reason that this is happening. I'm gonna say that they did this on purpose. And the idea that they're not like disclosing why or we don't even have any real White House correspondents asking why they're doing this on purpose. everybody seems to beat around the bush.
0: I, I find it ridiculous that this this president this this administration has gotten by off saying we are the most transparent administration. While being the least transparent, like like they they won't answer questions. Biden won't answer questions. Kamala's been MIA since pretty much the beginning, except for a few pop ups here and there. People trying to catch her like a whack a mole, and 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 they want to keep saying we're the most transparent administration we got in the office because we want to be transparent. Jin Saki keeps saying, "Well, to to keep full transparency, let me not answer your questions." But the the and the idiots out here hear the words. This administration is the most transparent administration, and they just stop asking questions. Like, it's infuriating to see them use these words, and then the people are like, oh, I heard the word transparent. It must mean that they're being honest, so I'm not going to dig any deeper. And, dude, I, This is I, the, same,
1: yeah. the same transparent um, uh, administration that told people that they—told reporters that they weren't allowed into the camps at the border mm-hmm. when Biden first took office— Back when that, you know, it was a completely it still is overrun, but that was when it was in the mainstream media told yeah. cameras they weren't allowed in. They then Ted Cruz went there to film stuff. They were telling Ted Cruz he had to leave the same, you know, transparent uh, administration that just said they just got the FAA to put a temporary flight restriction in place in Del Rio to keep drones from getting <laughs> footage of what was happening at that bridge.
0: And, and to everybody listening, why in the world does that matter? The situation is there. We are the citizens of this country. We deserve to see whatever we want to see. Why, why weaponize them like that to supposedly, the only reason they would do that is for optic reasons because this president, this administration is all about optics. It's, it's, it's a, it's a smoke and mirrors presidency. We all know that. Even people that voted for Biden know it. So it's, yeah, the, the board, I, I just, that whole situation to me was absolutely ridiculous um I, I do feel like um a lot of these situations to me and I have no nothing to back this up but I feel like they're they're intentional i, I don't know why but it, to me it's it's the there's no way with with the Afghanistan with the border with the mask or the the vaccine man these have got to be intentional whether it's to stir up the American people, get us off our off our 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 rocker confuse us there there 's got it 's either that or this administration really is that bad like this this is chaos
1: so anytime I start talking about how the how the administration is bad, you always have people saying they 're not bad i mean you can 't me- it's not really it 's not a real way to measure them as far as being good or bad because what they 're doing is intentional, and I mean that john i'm not, i'm not trying to be controversial I mean what they 're doing. By, you know, bringing in millions of illegal immigrants, there's a reason for that. They're not disclosing it, but um, you got to kind of wonder because for weeks, right wing media and people on the right that pay attention to politics were watching the Del Rio bridge situation. The day that that photo came out of the guy on the horse, the ice agent on the horse, allegedly whipping the guy. Which, I got to admit, as a city slicker, I saw that picture in 4K. I was like, oof, that's oh, no, not a looked, good look. What, it it like, looked what's
0: bad buddy? I, I It looked bad.
1: Well, I, I, you know, I didn't know what a rain is. I n- I've never been on a horse. So, I mean, that, that's neither here nor there. But the thing is, once that picture broke, those images came out. That was when you had both the left and the right looking at the Del Rio situation. And wouldn't you know it, the very next day, everything is cleared out from under that bridge. So what are you saying? I, it's just an observation. I mean, I'm 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 asking you to speculate. Uh, sometimes I feel like we really are just all being played by the same the same media machine.
0: I've been. I mean, every time I look at something, right, I, I try to maintain the most grounded evidence as I can, just so I don't lose people off of my craziness. Um, but but yeah, in the end, when I make these videos for YouTube or TikTok or whatever, um, it, it does cross my mind being like, this is an absolute attention grab right it, it's it's like i don't know you ever seen a what is it called rundown with the rock um no whatever. i never did see that oh dude great movie but it's he's always like a little lightning and a little thunder right you get it you get mm-hmm. him looking you get him looking at the at the lightning and then you hit him with the thunder and that's kind of what i think of like this whole situation it's like they make the lightning right the big flash right and you everybody looks and then while that's happening the thunder comes and rocks your world and every time something like this happens that's what i think and i'm like okay same thing with hillary right you know, oh my goodness, the emails are about to drop or, or, or uh, Hillary's in the news for an email scandal. Oh, black man died. And you're like, what? Hey, time out. And everybody looks at the black man died as so on you know, news. And then, you know, the reporting is, it's underreported about, you know, this story. So I always feel like, you know, again, I say if, if, if media outlets don't report on something two years down the road, when you look back to find that underreported story, did it really happen? And do you have any reliable sources to prove that it happened? So if you can somehow turn the majority of the media to a certain direction while something that you don't want to be reported on is happening, you almost just erase that situation from history or you at least buried it very deeply to where people would have to intentionally dig to find it. And every time I see stuff like this happen, I'm like, okay, this is just a shit show and no one would do this on purpose or, or do it on accident because it's not a complicated situation. There must be something over here that's happening that needs to not be talked about. And that's just how I think about the world in general. And that's the same thing with sports and all that other stuff too.
1: Well, sure. I mean, and, you know, when they underreport something, it doesn't matter what how crazy it is. You either come off as a conspiracy theorist or you come off as very clean and level-headed, but nobody cares because nobody else is talking about it. Yeah. So we have a million different things going on right now, uh, not even to mention what's going on, you know, around the world. I mean, you've seen these videos coming out of Australia right now.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Um, Gabby Petito situation, just everything coming at did you all you at once. One,
0: did you see that one black guy that that died? Uh, he, his Jeep was found in some rancher's field and it was like they checked the information on it. It had been crashed, rolled over, but somehow was driven 11 miles after the airbags deployed. The car tried wow. to turn over like 47 times after it was crashed. Like it was sketchy. Sketchy what? situation. I didn't hear any. What? That was Dude, yeah, again? So this, ki- this kid left work, left his job, job site and then was, you know, people couldn't find him. He, he was, you know, this announcing. was an American. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what state, um, but it was in the United States, um, left his work. Eventually they found him, uh, about four and a half miles away from his work in a rancher's field. Um, and the car was like totaled, smashed in. It was like a new 2017 Jeep or something. Um, all broken up. The kid was not there. A the young black kid was not there. Um, they, took the diagnostics uh, out of the car that has like all the, the computer information and the car was um, driven 11 miles after the air, all the airbags deployed and it, and it wasn't like a airbag deployed because you bumped something. It was like all airbags went crazy. Like it was like hmm. a total type of airbag situation.
1: You think maybe somebody stole his or like you know beat him up, killed him or something and then joy rode?
0: I, I, I don't know. But then, I mean, then they they had to dump the tr- the truck in that field somehow. I I don't know. That, and but it's just one of those things where you're just like, what? Huh? And the kid was missing a hand too. Like like before all this happened, he was born with without a hand.
1: That's that's the that's the most bizarre story I've heard this week.
0: Yeah, I need I'll I'll send you the information on it. It was weird. Um, I saw it on TikTok and then I started reading about it. And I'm like, and it's just one of those things where you're just like, this just doesn't make Like, it's just weird, man. Weird times. But wait, before before we move on from uh, – I want to talk about – before we move on from the, uh, the the border thing, I just want to say, did you hear Maxine Waters say that what those uh, uh, men on horses did to the Haitians was worse than slavery?
1: <laughs> I saw that a bunch of people were clipping uh, Maxine Waters, and oh. I, I listened to her talk for like 30 seconds, and I was I, – I, I scrolled past it. I was like, I can't even take Maxine Waters. Dude,
0: it is hilarious.
1: I, I mean, you figured. I, I, what, did you see the video of Al, the Reverend Al Sharpton – in Texas, and they were booing him and heckling him and yeah. just giving him a hard way to go. Yep. they saying, we don't want your racism down here in Texas. Yeah. Unreal. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, everything is just coming at us all at once. Meanwhile, now I got to be honest, I'm not sure how I feel about it, but tomorrow is supposed to be the actual, factual, full report of the Arizona Maricopa County audit.
0: Do you think anything is going to be, I mean... I have low hopes for that, just to put that out there.
1: I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I have extremely low hopes for this. I mean, they've cracked it up for, well, since November, based, almost a year. They've been cracking yeah. this thing up. And like what the CEO of uh, what Monkey Works or whatever the the, the company yeah. is, he got COVID, so they had to delay it for three weeks. And it's just one thing after another. But, I mean, I've been paying attention to the small victories I follow uh Wendy, what's her face? She's the the senator of Arizona. Um She's actually pretty I, legit. Dude, she's I mean, every, she's great. Especially yeah. on Twitter. I mean, I, I don't know where else to follow her, but uh I guess straight from horse's mouth on there. Right. But I gotta admit, I have very low hopes for this audit. Now a lot of people have been non stop talking about it for months. Like people are hyped for this audit.
0: I I feel like people put two like Maybe, maybe I've just, maybe I'm a, maybe I just have done this too long, (laughs) two years, Um, but I I have, I have like probably maybe a little bit more than zero, but around zero faith in, in the system at all. When you, when you look at the California uh, uh, recall, when you look at the election when you look at the way covid happens when you look at the mandates for for vaccines when you look at all these different things that are going around th- this nothing about what's going on here whether it's in maricopa whether it is with the election all across from from you know pennsylvania to, to georgia none of this stuff is on accident it, it's not it's not it's not conservatives aren't wrong every time <laughs> We're not wrong every time. So when you do something and you question everything and you're wrong every time, you've gotta know. And I don't mean like kind of wrong, like when you're, when somehow you're proven 100% wrong every time, it means the information you're getting is bullshit. Okay? That, that, that's my point. So I would love for this, this to, to turn something up. But in the end, when you think about the hands that this has had to go through to even get out to us, I have zero faith that I'm going to get an honest report because no matter, I mean, if we have Trump, a billionaire, ex-president of the United States that still couldn't stick this to the, to the, to the corrupt people that are doing this, then I don't know what people think is going to happen. Not to be a Debbie Downer, but that, that's just my opinion,
1: unfortunately. Well, um, I mean, I'm right there with you when I don't think anything earth shattering is going to happen. I mean, even if they do come out and say, yes, we have, I mean, which I doubt they'll even say that. See, you got to wonder what they're even going to say. And trust me, I'll be all all ears on it tomorrow. But I did watch a few of the hearings that they held, the public hearings about, you know, what their findings were. And when, when they talk about a forensic audit, they really mean a forensic audit. Like some of the stuff they were doing, there's a reason they had to hire this, you know, third party tech company to come in here and do this thing. Some of it was pretty intensive. I mean, things that would yeah. blow you in my mind. We, we, it's beyond. Uh, it's it's beyond my understanding what what they did to sort of figure out what was going on during that election. But at any rate, the best case scenario for people on the right would be a decertification in the state of Arizona. Personally, I just don't see that happening. Anything short of that, you know, what are we going to get? Uh, less. Um, you know, voter. What do they call them? Voter integrity laws, voter suppression laws. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where this goes, but um, and again, not to be a Debbie Downer, but I'm anxious to see what they say tomorrow.
0: I'm 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 excited to see to see what they say. I I think I think I I'm glad people are excited about it. I'm glad people are talking about it. I think we need to talk about stuff like this. I think in the end, though, like as we mention stuff like this we need to also mention the fact that the only way we're going to start getting this stuff out there and and start getting truth rather than just manipulated information is the people coming together and and speaking out like like during like specifically during the recall of Newsom um <clears throat> if if we really think fraud's going on we need to we need to launch a campaign to to uh uh ensure voter integrity whether that's, whether that's guerrilla warfare of putting people outside of voting booths and every single person that comes out that had a problem voting, we need to get their name, information, ID, all that information so that we can compile it, go back to them. And say, I mean, I, I feel like we say like, oh, it's going to be fraud. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. Yet we do nothing to like, we, we, we leave it to the people who we, we think are committing fraud to like validate it for us. And, and then we're upset when they say you're just crazy and and i hope this i hope this audit kind of shines light on the if not all of it like you said i don't think it's going to be all of it but i think if it just shines light or like a shadow of doubt right where people are like oh like that's that makes me think there might be something more to this than just a crazy conspiracy theory that's that's that could be that 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 nudge over the hill where people start being like okay now we got to dig deeper and people are going to stop riding on the bandwagon of crazy conspiracy fraud, you know, conservatives.
1: Yeah. And and if nothing else, like you just mentioned, at least shine light on the amount of, or the inaction of people that felt like they were wronged. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, there, I've, I believe that there are people that, you know, have compiled these databases and taken down names and stuff like that. But you're, you're never going to hear about that on MSNBC. You're not going to hear that, hear about that from, from anywhere. You have to go searching for that information, go to the, you know, the each, you know, congressman's, you know, files on on their on their websites and see like what they're actually saying about it because by and large that stuff does not make the news. And there's a reason for that.
0: I think and this is kind of getting a little bit off topic, but I think that the 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 newsmaxes, the the um the uh what is it? A A A O N or uh,
1: uh One American News Network. OAN,
0: yeah, one American news network. Um uh InfoWars uh, you know, all these big channels, uh, even Project Veritas, I think if they really wanted to do something, they, they should get on the same page, right? If we're trying to compete with the main media outlets, if a story breaks, they should all be posting it. That, that needs to be the new CNN, right? That needs to be the new NBC, right? We're trying to compete. Everybody's trying to get out there and compete independently. Like, oh, I got InfoWars. I've got my audience. Oh, I got v- Veritas. I got my audience. How about a story breaks? And every single one of you pushes it. And then now we're yeah. slowly starting to get close to those numbers. And then we actually have a fighting chance. But if everybody's just this person's talking about the audit, but this person over here is talking about the Biden speech, but this person over here. And then so then it's just too much information too too many different directions. And, and no one can really get a mass, you know, dose of one in, in you know, one story.
1: Yeah. I mean, there needs to be coordination. Uh, and I actually kind of thought about this yesterday. Um, now, I, I I watch maybe about fifteen twenty minutes of Fox News a day, maybe every other day. Um, and I I've I don't think I hear much, or if ever have I ever heard a, heard a Project Veritas story being repeated on Fox News? No, unless it was something like you know Twitter banned Project Veritas, unless yeah. you know Project Veritas was like in the proximity of a story, so they had to be mentioned. Didn't they? they didn't they mention the C the CNN thing? Um, you're right. They did. So that was like the earth shattering one.
0: Yeah. I think that's the only time I ever heard them mentioned anywhere other than their own platform.
1: So you are right about that. But, um, I mean, I mean, you're right though. All these different, you know, they, they all have what's essentially the same base audience. Yeah. So why don't they coordinate more? Why, why isn't there more, uh, you know, a coordinated effort like CNN and MSNBC and ABC.
0: And, And it doesn't have to be the verbatim, you know, robots. It's just simply, Hey, this is something that's breaking that needs to be out there in everybody's ears to know that they need to keep an eye out for this. Everybody push it, right? And now, and now you're getting your 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 message in front of millions. The same message, and 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 then you think about the trickle effect. I mean, it, it would be a lot more effective than than all of them being independent. But I, I I think I think we're slowly working towards that direction. But in the end, man, no matter what happens, when it comes back down to it, like the people are the power. Like if the people can't get together and be on the same page, it doesn't matter what what news outlet does what. It doesn't matter what legislation gets passed. If we're not on the same page, and I don't mean the whole united we stand, I just mean in general of like, this is is what's happening right now. Like, just be informed about it. I don't even need people to do anything. I just need people to know. Like, so many people are just
1: absent-minded about what's going on in general. Some of these left-wing media outlets run these hit pieces on people. Like, somebody like Alex Jones is... Uh, is lifelong blacklisted yeah. in all of like the mainstream media. You're never gonna see, you know, uh, Tucker Carlson having Alex Jones as one of the guests for the <laughs> evening. It's never gonna happen because Alex Jones is this crazy right wing conspiracy theorist. You know, we uh, all different kinds of, even on the right, there are conspiracies about him. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, to be fair, you'd be shocked how many times Alex Jones was actually right or like two thirds completely accurate about something that blew people's minds when it came out. But that ended up being true. Um, o A N N people think of as like a it's a right wing extremist. Uh, you know uh, what do they call it? A white supremacist channel. <laughs> um, every uh, there are at least you know at least half of the people on in, in left wing politics actually believe that Tucker Carlson is a white supremacist, like a, like a white nationalist.
0: I, I heard about that.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I man to be honest, I'm not a good person to talk about race. I know funny, but like, I just, I find it all to be such a dog and pony show. Like it's, it's like, it's one of those things where it's just like, I don't like the way that guy sounds. Hey Bob, should we call him a racist? All right, cool. And then they just call him a race. And I'm just like, and it, and then you're like, okay, well maybe let's look at some grounds. Let's look at some evidence. And they've got like nothing. And I'm like, Oh my God, dude, you're making racists so comfortable.
1: Well, it's either call them a racist or make some sort of uh, sexual crime allegation against them.
0: Did you hear about Don Lemon? No. Don Lemon ha- uh, got a, a sexual uh assault charge against him. No. Yes, dude. So Don Lemon, Le Don Lemon, the Le What did he do? So, he's at a bar, right? And some guy saw him there. He's like, hey man, can I buy you a drink? And Don Lemon apparently didn't want him to. So then the guy asked, you know, he's like, Let me buy you a drink. Apparently he ordered him like two lemon drops or something. Ha <laughs> ha. Super funny. Um, apparently Don Lemon. Hate that guy. Didn't didn't want him, whatever, you know. Long story short, uh, ended up standing up, putting his hand in his pants, uh, jostling his jollies for lack of better term and then taking his hand out and putting his middle finger and pointer finger right into the guy's nose <laughs> what and, <laughs> and asked him if he likes the d word or the p word more
1: and i was like wow don that seems so i mean from what you see on, while he's on, you know in front of the camera it seems so out of character for him well, and the that's, thing,
0: that's the thing. People are trying to see if this guy is just trying to get money because then they ask the, – the guy who's accusing him of this is asking for like $1.5 million to not take it uh, – to not file ch- uh, charges or whatever. So people are trying to see if like it's actually real or if it's if it's just like some dude trying to grab money. Is it from 2019? It's just coming out now. It just broke today.
1: Don Lemon sued for allegedly assaulting New York bartender, categorically denies claims.
0: Yo, but, like, is there anything in it? Because I saw it in the news today. Why did I just see this?
1: Um, and I think, to, to be honest, if some guy at a bar did that to me, you better believe some fists are flying.
0: Right? I, bro, it would be over. Like, I wouldn't be filing a lawsuit. I'd be like, no, you're you're going to be, like... Uh, yeah,
1: one person's walking out of the bar. The other is not. Um, yeah. But, so, I would say, like, that seems out of character. I don't know if I believe that. Don Lamont, no, he's such a gentleman. I mean besides being you know a, a far leftist crazy person that I completely disagree with, I like I said, based off what we've seen the hit pieces that like say Fox News has run on Chris Cuomo, like we see Chris I mean I've seen Chris Cuomo who he is on television versus the Chris Cuomo who's candid, caught on you know people's uh, cell phone cameras, what he does in his off time. and he's a completely different person.
0: Um, so I don't know why I'm looking at this, but uh, I the 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 post that I saw about this Don Lemon thing was posted September 23rd, 2021. That would be today. Leave it to Megyn Kelly to be two years late on a story. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. I really, I I personally, as much as I hate the band, I yeah, like you said, Ben, I'm like. And to ask for one point five million dollars right after that, I'd be like, "Yeah, dude, um, I don't." Believe well, that. and
1: the thing is that those guys—they're such rock stars off camera. Like, I mean, I don't—not in my opinion—but they do like photo shoots, they're in magazines, and they do all kinds of like commercials and stuff like that. It's really wild. Yeah, but um I don't know. There's always somebody that's trying to get money out of somebody. um Do I believe that Don Lemon, you know, touched his junk and then made another guy sm- smell it because he he refused a drink? Or vice versa, I, you know,
0: what do I care? What does it even matter? <laughs> that's, that's things that happen in a bar and then you fight and then it's over, <laughs> yeah. right? That's not, you know, and, and the guy that, that he was like, oh, you hurt my feelings. I can't watch the news without having panic attacks. I'm like, okay, you sound like more of a problem
1: to me then. You said you didn't hear about uh, Black Lives Matter and the vaccine mandates? No, dude. Spill the beans. So, I, I mean, I, I, I would love for Daniel to fact check me on this, but... From my understanding, I think it, I think it happened in Texas. a A black couple was denied entrance to a. I don't know if I don't know if there were Texans in New York or New Yorkers in Texas. Daniel, please fact check me this. Anyway, two black people were trying to go into a restaurant. The hostess asked for vaccine proof, which so I guess it had to have been in New York. Um, obviously they didn't have a vaccine, you know, proof on them. So the, so the couple. Whoops, that ass of the hostess. What? <laughs> this Again, right now, this is all here. So this might be completely <laughs> rumor. I need somebody to fact check this. But next thing you know, Black Lives Matter is scheduling a protest because they're saying these vaccine mandates are systemically racist.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So now we have BLM on the right side. I mean, whatever side you want to call it, they're protesting the vaccine mandates.
0: But like, I mean, I mean, like the the conservative side, technically, because
1: well, technically, yes, yeah. so on this particular issue, uh, I posted this meme weeks ago. It was that uh, that picture, you know, from uh, the movie Predator, where Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, the the guy that plays Mac, you know, they they first yeah. meet each other and they dap up, and it's all muscly. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> the black community anti vaxxers
0: <laughs> It's all muscly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's, always, uh, it's funny. It's all coming to fruition. So. That's a am good well Since we're on the topic, I want to say this. Sweden, Denmark, and Norway have all scrapped the notion of vaccine passports. These are three Scandinavian countries. Now, John, these are the three textbook countries that leftists will point you towards for a, as a perfect model of socialism. Yep. So all three of those countries have officially banished. Done away with something that the left would love to see happen in the name of freedom. They also, if I'm not mistaken,
0: um, had very loose mask mandates and actually very low COVID deaths compared to other countries. I'm not sure if I'm right on that.
1: Uh, I think you're right. It was either. No, I think that was was Sweden. No, it wasn't New Zealand. They were crazy. No,
0: it. it was it was Sweden. I'm pretty sure because I, I have a I friend. I think it of mine. was. I have a good friend of mine that lives in Sweden, and and they didn't really have mass mandates. They I, like right at the beginning, but like honestly, they were open fully before Texas even
1: thought about. Yeah, it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was either Sweden or Switzerland. You're right. It was. And, uh, it and was the whole world was trying to crucify them for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and their cases never really like it. It really wasn't that big of a deal, and I was like, huh.
1: Yeah, I remember that. And that was like that was like over a year ago. No,
0: yeah, it was. It, it was fairly. Quick, like they were masked up for like a couple weeks, like maybe a month or two. And then they were like, no, we're good. We don't see we don't see the need of it.
1: And. I don't know, man, I, I, you know, the whole thing is is interesting. Uh, So Vox, the one of the most reliable sources out there, (laughs) Vox Entertainment, um, they reported that Daniel, did you were you able to fact check any of that story I just told? Because that's a pretty tall tale I just told to be completely false. I am. Was not fully listening. I was trying to listen to Megan and <laughs> see if it was, new or,
0: was it new or old. Was it new or old, Daniel? You got so many things you got to do right now.
1: This video,
0: it looks everything like it's new. It is new. I'm li- it literally was posted five hours ago. What I was trying to see was, was it was like post
1: from an older clip that they just post another video like reposted. of or whatever. But... That's not. I case. think
0: I mean even the way she Films her show she looks like she's in the 70s So
1: okay so here it is This is from Newsweek Um The, t- the headline is vaccine mandates Put black lives matter activists on Collision courts with Democrats And in the first couple sentences earlier this month A brawl broke out between the hostess of an Italian restaurant in New York City and a Black woman from Texas over the requirement Requirement that they had to show proof of vaccination
0: A black woman From Texas man who? yes sir Lord have mercy And it is Sweden. Oh, okay. I knew it was Sweden, my guy. What's up? What's up, Uh, Oscar? How you doing, bro? If you're listening, you're probably not, but miss you, bro. He, uh, I went to school. I went to school with a lot of sweet uh, uh, Swedish people and a lot of uh, people from Switzerland, Swiss. Really, Uh, Santa, Santa Barbara City College, bro. You have more people from China, Sweden, Switzerland, and Australia than you will. I mean, there was more people from those countries than there were from actual California like no hmm. joke like i mean it was weird um who doesn't want to you know go to college on the beach i guess you i guess you're right about that but um so did you to did you um first off did you see the video of the the old school video of fauci uh disavowing the the uh controlling people to to um to get the to get you know vaccines or or to protect them from
1: diseases you mean as far as, he, you know, he would never endorse the idea of vaccine mandates?
0: Uh, kind of, yeah, in a roundabout way. And this video well, Yeah, was, I
1: mean, he's contradicted himself in so many videos. I mean, I, 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 you show me a Fauci video, I've probably seen it.
0: It's from like the 70s or 80s or something, maybe 90s. Back when he was an actual doctor still? Uh, I beg to differ. Um, He <laughs> kind of looks like... uh, He kind of looks like... Never mind. He looks like the guy from uh, Independence Day. Anyway, um, yeah, and he just completely contradicts himself. And it's just one more of those things where it's like, it's so funny. I mean, I know times change, people change, but it's, it's so interesting to me to like, if I were to look back to myself 10 years ago, there's not much that I would say then that I wouldn't say now, right? I might have a completely different opinion, but I believe the same thing, which is I'm going to be true to what I know and I'm going to be honest about it. Whereas Fauci, it's like he just lies himself in circles and expects people to have a 30 second attention span to where they won't remember and then it works. And now it's like, dude, we haven't even gone three years and this man has ran us in like five circles and people are still in love with the dude.
1: Yeah. I mean, it baffles me that he that they still put him in front of the camera. Um and I don't know if that's just a way of sort of like, you know, downplaying everything he's done in, in, as far as contradicting himself, sort of maybe making people forget what he's done. Because if you just, you know, w- erase him from the public eye, that would be, you know, suspicious. So you, if you.
0: But don't you think they would maybe like, it would be almost like a, 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 a good poll to like swap him out with like, hey, we got a new guy that everyone doesn't hate. And he's gonna give you unbiased information. Like, get somebody out there that looks like a nice, like a Doctor Drew type, you know, love line, and just get us all warmed up again to be like, yo, this man's gonna just give us some straight information.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, that would. I mean, if I was the administration, that says absolutely what I would do. It's Fresh like
0: a, it's like putting Kayla McEnany, like, uh, like just switching it up, and you're like, oh man, this is refreshing. Love this lady, even well, though I I'd did not send love, them out there the watchman caller before she was amazing
1: I, I would call you know a white house press conference and you know make it national get a national attention with it and then um you know i would have him say something very controversial that goes against you know the sort of leftist narrative not too much yeah just enough just but enough just to, enough get the to people bring on the back. right yeah. yeah exactly people on yeah. the right are like hmm this guy might be legit
0: He he sounds like he might kind of like what we think, you know? Hey, so crazy. I don't know if I can talk about it. Screw it. I don't care. got reached out today by by the city that I live in um, because apparently I'm a role model of the community, which is bullshit. Oh, very nice, John. Um, And they – I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I really don't care. Um, They asked me to (laughs) promote – I don't know what they said. They didn't ask me to promote – they they asked me to if I would be interested in being educated about the vaccine by by uh, no by non political medical experts
1: and oh, no. so
0: that I could use my platform
1: oh no to,
0: to inform uh to inform people in the community of how they can better protect themselves. And get this, this is verbatim: how they can better protect themselves and get vaccinated. And they said they would compensate me.
1: Did you tell them that you're a right wing white supremacist <laughs> extremist? I'm sure
0: they knew. I mean, they they saw like they they literally hit me up via the email on my social medias. So like they know what I do. And this is what I told them. I didn't even say no. I said. I would absolutely love to, but one thing I do not do is I will never tell anyone what they need to do or should do. If you want to give me information, I will relay information and give my personal opinion on it, but I'm not going to tell anybody to get it, and I'm not going to tell anybody not to get it, because in the end, it's an individual choice. So if you're okay with me doing that, I'll I'll consider it. And they were like, yeah, that, that sounds great. And I'm like, yeah. And then again, they reiterated... To, to be safe and get vaccinated, I'm like, that's that's not leaving it up to them to make a decision. That's that's telling people to get vaccinated.
1: You're right. And to, to, to be fair, I almost stepped out of bounds there for a second. You are absolutely right that, you know, I'm not anti-vax. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. You know, I, I've, I've since stopped pushing theories about, you know, the global depopulation via vaccines. <laughs> what... The real issue is and what the issue that people should, you know, continue to stick to is not the, you know, efficacy or the legitimacy of the vaccine, but rather the idea of vaccine mandates. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Which it is ridiculous. It's I mean, it's like, you know, you wouldn't uh, require people to have a flu vaccine. You can't require people to have a, you know, SARS-CoV-2 vaccine.
0: And, and it's one of those things where, especially when it comes to the different categories of people, right, age groups, uh, 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 ethnicities, uh, um, uh, social structure. Like there's so many things that weigh into this option. Now, if I was living like downtown New York and I was obese and I was 45, I'd probably very heavily consider getting the vaccine if I was going to be riding the subway for the rest of my 40s. Like uh, that would be something I'd think about. But if I'm like, I don't know, 29 in Texas, you know, semi-healthy, no. The same reason I'm not going to go out and get a a, a flu vaccine, because in the end, I'm really not worried about the flu either, because in the end, I have my vitamin dosage, which gives me a better immune system. So in the end, I'm not anti-vax. I don't really care about the vaccine. I, I don't, I'm not in fear of the vaccine. What I think more than anything is that people should all do their own research indivi- independently, just like I say with literally everything in life, and draw your own conclusion. I, I don't, I don't care. Um, what I do find the most deterring from the vaccine is the misinformation coming from the doctors. So I saw an interview with Fauci. I can't remember who the other one, the the, the dude from CNN, and they're talking about natural immunity. Once you have COVID. Your natural immunity is thirteen times more effective, stronger. Daniel, check me on that, please. Than the vaccine, and Fauci's all this moth. I swear to God, dude, you're gonna die. And Fauci basically said the only reason that we're not letting people, um, you know, just have natural immunity is because they're unsure of of how long it can withstand. And that was his only excuse. So basically, he's like, yeah, it's much stronger. Yeah, we don't know, you know, this, 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 and that. Basically, just backed him in a corner saying that natural immunity is actually quite great. And then his only defense was basically saying, but we don't know how long, right? He didn't say it was too short. He didn't say it didn't last. He didn't say anything. He just said, we don't know how long, which is like their cop, the cop out. And he's like, and everyone should just get vaccinated. And 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 that's where... That's where I feel like the hesitation comes from. All of this stuff. It's not that people are anti-vax. Not that people think the vaccine is trying to depopulate people. I think people one have concerns, just like any concern with getting anybody vaccinated at any time. What are the side effects? And the fact that people aren't being truthful about that is is sketchy. But also the the deterring everyone from every other option, the natural immunity, the the exercise, the vitamins, the 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 the. Thousands of other things that you can start implementing in your life right now that can lessen the the chances of getting it and the severity when you do get it. And and all those are just out the window. They're like, no, stay obese. No, don't take vitamins. No, don't do this. Don't do that. Just get the vaccine. To me, that's where most people are just like, nah, I'm calling bullshit. Like, it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, well, okay. So the guest we had last week, um, I think we let her off pretty easy when she was talking about uh – the you know, pushing that idea that the unvaccinated people are the reason the, that the pandemic is getting worse.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, the, like, like, like the memes that say, it's the first time in human history that a medicine is being blamed on the people that didn't, the ineffectiveness of a medicine is being blamed on the people that didn't take it. Right. So right now, as it stands, I have, I, I, I could catch COVID. I could be really sick from it for a couple of days, maybe even a couple of weeks or, and, and the chances of that are very slim, by the way. Me being just like bedridden for like a week, yeah, or I could get the vaccine, be a little bit sick if I if I were to catch COVID, but I also run a very slim chance of having the walls of my uh, of my aorta inflamed <laughs> forever. I mean, to me that's that's not a, that's not a good trade off. I would literally rather be sick for months than to have a permanently. Permanently f- fucked up heart, John,
0: and, and that's and that's the point with all of this is like, you know, and and the guy tried to argue with me saying, well, you could have that same complication from just getting COVID in general, and I'm like, the chances of that are so small, literally it,
1: a billion to one.
0: Again, getting COVID with no vaccine for our age group and and multiple other age groups is ten times more safe, and I'm just throwing that it's not. I'm just saying, it's way more safe than getting a vaccine that we're not being that 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 the the companies aren't being truthful with. And the other thing that bothers me about the whole vaccine thing, you know, we don't have to talk about this for too much longer, but is the people that you see on the news on CNN, NBC, CNN, uh, um, um, uh, wherever you I mean, I don't even watch the news. Wherever you watch your news, is that a, when you look at the credentials of these people that are talking about the the Pfizer vaccine or the or the Johnson and Johnson, which is ridiculous that that's still out there. These people work for these companies. Some of them sit on the board. <laughs> I was watching the news the other day, and this guy was saying how important it is to get the vaccine, and he sits on the board for Pfizer. I'm like, how are we sitting here being sold Teslas by Elon Musk, being told we can't look at any other brand? We can't choose to not buy it. Like it's insane to me that we're being sold this thing by the people who are making it, who are making money off it, and we're not allowed to say we don't want it. Like it's ludicrous, ludicrous. Today's episode is brought to you by Much Love Clothing. This is an American first clothing brand that focuses on supporting our country and those who fight and have fought for our freedom. Much Love is about empowering those who have stood up and spoken out about the current events in our country. We know it's difficult nowadays to speak freely about your views without fear of getting canceled or, or shut down by your job or social media. Much Love Clothing is to empower those to speak out. And, and and let people be unapologetically American and proud of the opportunities we are given here in this country. Despite race, despite where you came from, we know that America offers something that you can't get anywhere else. And Much Love Clothing is also what makes this podcast possible. So we would really appreciate your support. If you go check out muchlovestore.com, you can find some awesome clothing, some really cool accessories, and use discount code John Dawson Perspective for a discount. Now, without any more wasted time, let's dive back into the podcast.
1: There was a, um, a a video that was going viral on TikTok. It was at this band or at this concert in England, and the band was called the Something Chiefs. I forget what they were, but there was some you know like progressive rock band, and this you know the lead singer was shouting out into this huge crowd. I mean, they it looked like they sold out the stadium. He was like, "Who here is uh, is Team Pfizer?" And the crowd just goes nuts. Everybody's roaring. And he goes, who's team? Uh, you know, Moderna and more people just going nuts in the, in the crowd. I, th- I thought this was fake. It was real. It was a hundred percent real. He goes, who's and team? And he said, who's team?
0: <laughs> Johnson and Johnson. And people
1: were like, <laughs> <laughs> no, he said AstraZeneca and still more people were like, you know, making noise. And then he said, who are the anti vaxxers? And there was a little bit of, you know, murmur in the crowd and like people were like booing and stuff. This is a real rock and roll band. And these uh, a crowd of a hundred thousand Gen Zers mm. screaming at the top of their lungs to represent a big pharmaceutical company,
0: bro. They're gonna of, start making jerseys on this stuff,
1: dude. Off of what they robbed the American taxpayers to pay for t- to make these people gazillionaires and to poison the people that took it. And these are the same people that want that so. Vehemently want to believe that they are on the right side of history. That they're woke. They understand how the world works and and the, and the inequities that happen out there. It's just, it was the most. It was literally the cringiest thing I've seen possibly in the past six months.
0: If you can make a trend, man, you can you can change the world. That's 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 what it is. I'm I'm just thinking about the fact that it's just such like if you call a a a him a she or a she a him even though the she looks like a him you're going to be in trouble but somehow screaming what type of vaccines and medical history you have in your body somehow that's just fine for everybody to ask and inquire about but like i hope i call you they instead of you like it's it's absurd just the hypocrisy that's happening in this world where Everything is such a sensitive move. Like, you know, my body, my choice. Don't, you know, I I identify as this. You shouldn't force me to be anything that makes me uncomfortable. Get the vaccine. I don't care how you feel. And and it's, 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 and and I made a TikTok earlier about the same thing with people, the the, the family that got kicked out of uh, the restaurant in Texas for not, for, for wearing a mask. They got kicked out for wearing a mask. (laughs) And I was like, and and conservatives were like, toting around like oh this is great and you know it was funny I'm not gonna lie but in the end I'm like this is dumb like this is literally this is the same as mandating masks you're taking away what people choose to do with their life which is their freedom of choice and and you're removing that from them now I get capitalism you can do whatever you want your business it's fine I don't even care that the business did that but in the end like we're so rooty like and I mean like we, we root for whatever we agree with and anything else we like condemn 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 And it's like we fall into these traps of like trying to – trying to promote something so hard that we don't even realize we don't even like it. We don't even agree with it. We just saw people promoting it. We jumped on it because it was trending because, I mean, how many trends do people just jump on on TikTok? They don't even know what the trend's about. They don't know where it started. They don't know why they're doing it. They just saw people doing it. Same thing. They just saw people getting the – I I voted. Hey, well, you we should go out and vote so I can get a little sticker, say, I voted and make a little TikTok about it, make a little Instagram post about it. Like, like people are so into just the trend. They don't even know what they're doing anymore. we we were, it's like the black mirror. It's like we literally, we open our eyes and we follow whatever path is before us. We don't ask questions. And, and, and it's, it's, freaking scary man i
1: i i do think that story was absurd and you know again give people the choice you know if you're just you know making an example out of them you know for clout or whatever the case may be whatever bad business move on on in my opinion but i'll I'll make two more points about the vaccines and then i will have said my piece about the vaccines the first thing is that you know two years ago everybody would have said big farm big pharma is the enemy of the people that healthy people are the, are the biggest and most direct threat to the pharmaceutical companies. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. So my question would be, at what point did you decide that pharmaceutical companies were good instead of bad, at least, at least in the, in the, uh, you know, the, the, in the capacity that they operate here in, you know, a capitalist America. If you decided that, You know, a a company like Pfizer was good at the same time the TV started saying that a company like Pfizer was good and you can't make the connection there. Well, you might be a fool. Just like one one of the more profound questions I've asked leftists on TikTok is when did you realize that America was systemically racist? Mm. Was it at the same exact time that the television started telling you that America was systemically racist and you don't see the connection there? You might be a fool. People don't make these connections. And when you point these out to them, they get defensive. They get so angry because they, they, they can't handle they can't handle being wrong, is what is really what, what the, the nuts and bolts of it is. So the last thing I'll say about the vaccine is that I myself, and I'll say it proudly, I have no shame in it, I'm not vaccinated. I have absolutely zero intentions of becoming vaccinated. And at this point, it's I don't think something terrible would happen to me. I'm st- Statistically, probably nothing bad would happen to me if I got the vaccine. Just like statistically, nothing would happen if I didn't get the vaccine. But the reason I don't get the vaccine is a matter of principle. And I've said this before. And I mean this, and this might be extremely controversial. You can we can decide to cut this out later if you want. But I'm not going to have kids with a woman who has been vaccinated at least not until we see what the next generation of children looks like from an entire multi-tier generational thing where every single person is vaccinated and we do not know the long-term effects of it
0: damn daniel um sorry daniel that was just a um i agree 100% with you um it's it's called having a head on your shoulders and doing a calculated analysis of just well, partially self-preservation and also just personal choice. Um, I mean, there's a reason why the price of sperm for unvaccinated sperm has skyrocketed. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I forgot there's about a, that.
0: There's a reason for it is because we don't know like the same reason why all of a sudden autism and all these other diseases started popping up as soon as we started pounding these vaccines into our kids, which again, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Uh, both my kids, wait, one of them has all their vaccines. The other one's too young. Um, I don't care right? Obviously I did tons of research and there are bad, there are side effects to every vaccine. Every kid could have a, have a bad side effect to every vaccine. You have to weigh your options of the benefits of getting it versus what could happen if, if they don't get it right. And, and the crazy thing is, so, so for example, the, the chicken pox vaccine um, came out and they started giving it to people. I think it was after, after three years of studying it, and even after three years of studying it, the majority of people chose to not get the vaccine because they realized that the, their kids just getting chickenpox was fine. They would get sick for a little while. the 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 uh, uh, repercussions of getting chickenpox was not that serious. The unknowns of the vaccine could be much more serious. But then the vaccine over twenty five years after I think it was what however many years it was a lot more years people were like okay yeah we've seen this run its course we're gonna start you know the majority of the people started getting the chickenpox vaccine because they realized that it was functional that that's normal that's how vaccines work I mean it's the same thing I'm trying to think of what vaccine vaccine it was it came out in the thirties and it wasn't it wasn't widely uh, um, uh, widely uh, implemented until like the 70s. And I'm like, this is how vaccine we don't just drop a vaccine and then two two months, 3 months, 6 months later, it's going out to the public. It's that simple. We don't know the repercussions. We don't know what, has, what happens to the kids. We don't know what happens to the reproduction reproductive system. We don't know what happens to your nervous system. We don't know what happens period. We just have theories, right? The same reason why, you know, we have all these different theories Science is about disproving, and we haven't had enough time to disprove.
1: Yeah. and Well, and not only that, not only do we not normally roll out these things in, in such a short amount of time, but when we do, the World Health Organization and the Bill, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation will at least test these vaccines in Africa on Africans. That's a fact. You can fact yep. check me on that all you want, anybody listening to this. They'll test <laughs> these on, on populations that that don't have any real say in it and don't have any power of something terrible does happen disposable in their eyes right but that didn't that didn't happen this is such a huge global rollout of an untested vaccination and and you know their messages do it or else and they expect people to just be like okay
0: you know don't you find it funny that the beginning of this vaccine remember when when bill gates was still super involved in this which is weird that he just disappeared remember they were pushing so hard for the minorities to get it first it's like we need the the Hispanics and the black people. We need to make sure that they get vaccinated first.
1: It needs to be equitable. Yeah.
0: I thought that was the sketchiest. That's why black people are among the most unvaxxed. They're like, I remember Bill saying that I needed it first just because he said that I'm getting it last, if at all. Like, it's just. Anyway, enough about the vaccine. There's the fact that we can raise this many questions about something just right then and there in good common sense means that I need more answers to my questions um, before I'm even going to have a conversation about getting it myself. Um, I realize other people's lives might be in a different place than mine. Go get it. Don't care. I really don't. I don't look at a vaxxer any less than I look at someone who's not vaxxed. I just – it's so far from my mind.
1: Yeah, I don't care. Being vaxxed is not a flex.
0: (laughs) And being unvaxxed is not a flex either.
1: <laughs> that you're right. Well, just, we don't know. We don't know. That it might be because it of the might whole be. <laughs> yeah, time will tell. I'll
0: tell you one thing. Human humanity has been pretty damn awesome without this vaccine. So um I I promise you in the end, I think it's whoever doesn't have it, I know for a fact will be awesome. And whoever does have it, hopefully you'll still be awesome down the road too. Um did you listen to that Biden speech on Tuesday, Monday?
1: which what was he talking about
0: uh new world order Huh? you didn't watch what? that one where he he spoke to united nations and
1: oh yeah 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 so
0: bro what'd you think about let
1: it? let me say my piece about that real quick first of all joe biden gives a speech in front of the united nations and, and to be fair i only heard like you know four or five minute clips of it here and there i'm sure they, like, the whole thing was like 20 minutes long 33 minutes 33 minutes so he talks about you know uh you know rekindling our relationships with uh you know our global allies at the same time he's giving this speech his congress is voting to defund uh the iron dome mm. over israel our number one ally in the world <laughs> and just a couple of days prior to this speech uh the ambassador uh i'm sorry the the what was it yeah the yeah the, our the french ambassador or france's ambassador to the us packed his bags and left the U S France is our oldest ally. And then Joe Biden goes on to give a speech in front of the U N, which by the way, we donated $11 billion to last year about rekindling relationships with our allies. Backstabber. So what, what, what did he say that I missed? Did he say anything interesting?
0: I, I, so I, I made a YouTube video about it. You guys can go watch it. I went in depth on that. Um, it was very New World ordery to me. It, it, again, when he speaks, he never once mentions, and I understand he was he was addressing people who aren't you know citizens of United States who aren't Americans. But as he spoke, again, and and this isn't just in this instant, he has no. He is not talking about or for the American people. Everything he said was basically: we need to put you know uh, America is here to put. All these other countries, you know, know, uh, lift them all up. And at the the end – well, it's about halfway in, maybe 15 minutes in. He says – what does he say? He says, um, in order for any of us to thrive, we all have to thrive or something along those lines. Basically saying like if we don't help everybody in the world thrive – we're not going to thrive. Then he talks about rekindling all these different power complexes and how we need to shift this and shift that. It's, it's hard. I, I can't speak it out because, I mean, there was is, first off Biden speaking. It's hard to really formulate that. But also there was just so much of it, it was 33 minutes and something seconds. But the whole time he was speaking, it, it was this new world order where I'm like, this guy is blatantly laying out this new world order. There was nothing about, you know, America. I don't even know if he really, I don't think he said the word America once. I don't think he didn't say anything about what he's proud of. He said, moving forward with COVID, you know, we all need to come together and, 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 you know, do these unified fronts and this and that. Dude, for anybody listening, go watch it. Go watch my YouTube video. If you want snippets of it, go watch the full clip, which is in the link. Dude, it. It's disheartening to watch this, Kamala, as well. Every time they speak, there is no patriotism. There is no America first. There is no pride in country. It is all we're trying to. And then he said, he said at the end, at the very end of the speech, um, he said something like, um, "Our main goal is 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 doing good for all, or doing or 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 something like that." And it was like, just. You'd have to watch it and see the way he says it. It's like he just said like it's Americans are just people, just like Canadians, just like United King, just they're just people. They're not citizens. Whatever we have, everyone deserves a piece of. And it was the most unsettling speech I've I've watched.
1: Well, I mean it goes into the idea that they want you to believe that, you know, your freedom or, you know, enjoying your freedom and wanting to preserve your freedom is, is selfish somehow that you owe your freedom and your privileges as, as an American, you're a bad person for not giving up part of it for the rest of the world.
0: And that, and that's pretty much what he was saying in a lot of different portions is like, and, and that's one of the points I made where it felt like he was saying like, we've had freedom in such a great country for so long. It's time for us to give that up a little bit to share it with others. And that kind of was the undertone of the whole thing is like, it's, you know, uh, he said, instead of fighting wars of the past, we're going to focus now on, on our new goal, which is uniting, you know, uh, the world. And he just kept saying uniting the world and together with all and all this different, I mean, new world order talking points. And I was just like, and you can look at Kamala when she talks. I mean, just every time, even when she talked about the border Every time Kamala or, or Biden Kamala, I don't. I, for some reason, I cannot say her name right. Um, every time they talk, Kamala, it's Kamala, Ka- Kamala. Talk. You got to talk like you had a, just like a hot sip of tea or something. Kamala. Yes, it's Kamala. <laughs> yes, Kamala Harris. Um, every time they speak, it's it's condemning Americans, condemning uh, uh, us citizens. And always uplifting either illegals, migrants, somebody else, right? That the cowboys that were defending our border, right? That, that were risking their lives to protect the citizens who pay taxes and work their asses off to live in a country where they have freedom. She talks down on them because they were apparently doing something wrong at the border. And then the same thing with uh, when it, what's happening at the border at the beginning of the presidency. They talk down to all the the the, the border patrol then. It, it's always talking down. And then we talk down on the police, right? It's always talking down on the citizens and we're always – they're always talking uh, uh, great or uplifting people that aren't even in this country. It's the most anti-America. It's the America last mentality every time they speak. Every time they speak,
1: it, that's, and that's a Marxist tactic, John, is to divide people based on you know something superficial like class or race. Um, I don't know if you saw that uh, w- one of these videos, old old school videos of Biden just surfed, surfaced this week. Saw that. Um, he was talking about um, you know you might be able to put whole classes of people into these categories of uh, I forget what he said, but. It, it, I'll, I'll send it to you after this. I mean, it would have been nice to have it now, but I don't have it, but it it, it is a Marxist tactic to, to divide people based on something completely arbitrary. That's why that's kind of what it goes into this. uh Like AOC says to tax the rich. Yeah. When they say talk about tax, the rich it's because they know there are so many poor people that don't know what's going on. That will support. Yeah. A, 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 an idea like that because, uh, you know, misery loves company. It's, it goes into, you know, tax the people, create more poverty. That way you'll be able to tax the rich with the support of the poor. Yeah.
0: And, and, and that, that's why it frustrates me when, when Republicans campaign versus Democrats, because Democrats understand that the poor population is easily bought. Right. I mean, it's, 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 you know, hurt your feelings. I don't care. It's easy to say these catchphrases, like you said, tax the rich, who can't get behind that. I'll tell you, the super rich, but everyone else can't. So that right there buys you so many people, and and it's the same thing with with you know uh, the the border patrol whipping black people like Maxine Waters literally just made the whole thing about slavery and race again, and it's like no one cares about the border situation. She just said cowboys whipping black people, and I'm like, that's out of context, and it's just this manipulation because because people who aren't informed buy it. They're like, oh. Those are some great lines. That makes me triggered. Um, I hate Republicans because that's what it. That's that's the picture they paint. That's the emotional tactics they use.
1: Well, I mean, you got to wonder how somebody like Maxine Waters continuously wins her seat back, and even how somebody like AOC won in the won won to begin with. (laughs) Uh, It's bizarre to me. But you know, when you can divide people, and then when you can that this is I've said this before and I'll say it again. This is why Democrats are able to get so many people on board is because when you get into these sort of pissing matches with what you're able to, you know, give away, you know, anybody can seem like a generous person when they're giving away shit that doesn't belong to them. Yeah. It's easy to seem generous when you're giving away other people's shit, John. (laughs) So that's why, that's why during the last 2020 uh, election campaign, Trump was not about to get into that pissing match with who's willing to give away the most, you know, money or equity or whatever to these quote unquote disenfranchised communities. Because when you're playing, batting against the Democrats with who's going to give away the most stuff, you're never going to win because the Democrats will give away the whole house to get that vote to stay in power. Exactly. So when you're, when you were, when you incentivize, when you more or less buy votes, it's, it's, it's a cheap tactic. But we've seen that it is an effective tactic and, and you are able to prey on the poor and ignorant through that tactic.
0: I find it interesting that politics is so focused on humanity and, 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 and how we can uplift it while its number one tactic is tearing down humanity.
1: Just like the Build Back Better agenda is all about tearing America down. Exactly.
0: That's, that is, encompasses it perfectly. It's literally they say they're about one thing when really it's exactly the opposite, and and it's 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 I don't know I think some people are waking up I think a lot of people aren't it's it's mind blowing to me how many people are still like yes, yeah, Biden's not doing that bad and I'm like at that point you kind of just got to be like there's nothing you're you're not looking at anything you're just against something so much that you don't want to know or see anything other than that.
1: Um, so there is this idea of, um, they call it a food desert. And you're talking about like, you know, urban communities where they're like, aren't a whole lot of different options for like healthy food and stuff like that. They call it a food desert, but we need to introduce this idea of an information desert because uh, there are a lot of people, I I don't know if it's in poor communities or rural communities or whatever the case may be, but there are so many people that don't even know where to begin doing honest research into what's actually going on. So like if you have somebody, say somebody has a job and they're, they have cable at their work. And there's like a, a, a TV with CNN on it at their work. And they watch this thing for five minutes a day when they walk past or whatever. And that's, that's the amount of information they get on current events throughout their life, throughout or throughout their day, throughout their normal, you know, day to day life. It's five minutes of CNN on the TV at work because it happens to be on. Yeah, that person is in an information desert. That person has no idea what's going on. Yeah, that's a problem, and that's a lot of people. It's, it's it's the majority of Americans.
0: Yeah, and 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 I think I think that's what's actually happened with TikTok and social media is it's kind of brought a lot of those people into it almost against their will just because they couldn't they couldn't get past it. Right, It's just everywhere now. At least – I mean for the most part, you're going to see somebody posting about something political whether you scroll scroll past it or not. But I think for the most part, a lot of people in bad situations don't care because they don't realize that them being more informed on what's going on can get them out of bad situations. I know that for a fact because when I was in bad situations, um, I remember my house with, with my roommate. We never turned on the news. We didn't care. Right. It, it was. It was. Sorry, mom. Um, we were just about smoking weed. <laughs> like, I mean, that was it. Like, we just you just smoke weed, hang out, chill. Um, life wasn't bad enough to care, but it wasn't good. And and a lot of these people feel like, well, I, I just don't care. I don't. I like I I ask people randomly, like, hey, what do you think about what's you know the politics? Like, how do you feel about Joe Biden? Oh, I try to stay out of that stuff. And I'm like, I get that. I get that. You don't have to talk about it, but shouldn't you at least be informed on it? But people think that staying out of it means they can't even know about it, right? and it's like you li- like that's like that's like getting a job and not wanting to look into the health care plan and like not even utilize it. It's like you live in America everything that you're that you're voting on or not voting on impacts how your life works. If you get a job that has full benefits and you don't even look into the benefits, don't you think that would be a bad move?
1: Well, I think part of that is a genuine disinterest in the idea of politics, but I think the other half of that is what we opened this with, was the idea that not everybody is will, is willing to fight for what they believe in. A lot of people take the easy way out. So rather than having that conversation with anybody, you just, you just remove yourself from it. That way you can't be right. You can't be wrong. You are uh, beyond reproach because you never chose a side. You never got involved. But I mean, trust me, what, f- 15 months ago, one of the last things in the world I wanted to do was go on social media and open my mouth, talking against this, you know, pro black equal, you know, what they, you know, portrayed themselves as mm-hmm. was this, you know, equal rights sort of movement. I mean, that seems absurd. Facts. If, if you don't, know, do if you don't know the facts, that seems absolutely ridiculous. But it had to be done, and that's what I did.
0: I think people need to to start rubbing people the wrong way more. Like for me now, like I, I've recently, and I'll I'll be honest, recently gotten to the point where I want to piss people off. Like, I want to be that guy wearing the t-shirt that makes someone question. Like, I used to be the person that wants to go under the radar and not be questioned, not be asked, not be like anything, just like, I don't exist. Now I'm that person that wants to spark like a conversation, a question. Because I've realized that so many people want to talk, but feel like they can't. And so many people want to complain and they will. So as soon as you get either one of those, you're either going to get somebody talking or you're going to get somebody complaining. And either way, it's opened a door for you to, to say something. And, and that's, I think the, the, the best way for people to look at it is look, either someone's going to be pissed off at you and you have a chance to explain yourself or someone's going to agree with you. And then you, you've just empowered them to like speak out about something. But in, but in the end, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I never would have thought I would have posted anything political i mean i I mean when Obama got elected I was like oh that's you know cool whatever like I didn't care i really i really didn't care and when Trump got elected I was like I hate this guy not not because of any specific reason i just I just never liked the dude's face didn't like you thought like I like, just hated it hated it my friend had his the, the the book that he had I just didn't get it yeah but in the end you look at life and you're like you know, what really hit me is, you know, I had two daughters and I was like, OK, what's this world going to look like in 20 years?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, by the time Trump got elected, I was uh, I was paying attention. I mean, I wasn't really involved. Uh, it was more, you know, more surface sort of uh, pedestrian level, uh, you know, paying attention to politics. And, uh, you know, in 2016, I went to bed that night. I was positive. I was, we was going to wake up in the morning and Hillary Clinton was going to be the president. But uh, for some reason, for whatever reason, for work, I had to be up at like Four o'clock in the morning. I was living in a in my apartment at the time. And I get up, I turn on the TV, and Trump is giving his uh his speech, his victory speech. well uh, I couldn't believe it. I was stoked. But um that,
0: that's some reminisce right there, man. Gosh.
1: <laughs> it was great, dude. <laughs> Four of the I, most peaceful you know, years. But um you talk about this idea of you know, you want to piss people off, and I honestly I couldn't agree more. Um and I've had a lot of time to sort of think about this both by myself and, you know, bouncing this off of other people. I've, you know, I've thought about this completely drunk, completely sober. I've had a lot of time to think about it. And I'm in a very blessed position where I don't have a boss to answer to. I don't have an HR department. I don't really have a lot of things that people can take from. I don't really have a lot of, uh, uh what's the word, liabilities. Yeah. I'm in a very unique position that a lot of people aren't in. And because of that, I truly believe that you know with everything that's been happening in the world in the past two years, all the controversy the world changing so quickly and me being in in one of the most unique positions that really anybody could be in, let alone me being in this position, I truly believe that I am here to sort of take the bullets for people in that regard like you can try to crucify me on social media. You can come at me any way you want. I'm still going to speak the truth for the people that I am standing up for. And I'm I'm going to continue to do it because there's nothing you can take from me. There's no weapon you can use against me. There's nothing you can scare me with. Amen. And you're not going to stop me from doing it. Amen. That's, I mean,
0: it's, and, and that's the same position I'm in and and it's empowering. And, and you realize the true essence of freedom. Mm-hmm. Because, because at this point in time, you you know, you have freedom of speech. Whether it gets censored or not, you are allowed to say whatever you want, right? Regardless, maybe it doesn't hit the as many views as you want. Maybe the video gets taken down. In the end, you answer to no one. You create the content. You fight for the people you want to fight for, and you do it unapologetically. That is what America is built on. Period. Right that's there. Exactly right. That's that's the end of the show. <laughs> I mean, that's that's how. That's what we're fighting for, is what you and I have, to sit here, talk about this, to go on social media, talk about whatever we want, to agree, to disagree, to be in pain, to to be happy, to be excited, to, to, to struggle. Like This is what America's built off of. It's not built off of everybody having the same outcome. It's not built off of everybody having to work the same amount to receive the same thing. That's not what it's about. It's about you taking the opportunity, which means going out and finding it, and you making something of it. And and you utilizing your freedoms to use your platform, use your voice, use your ability to articulate, or you know, if someone else's case might be an artistic ability, whatever it is. And somehow people have gotten gotten it in their heads that they want to remove that and lump us into this vanilla pudding of let's just get everybody to kind of do and be the same and 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 just share it all. And no, for anybody that wants to be extraordinary, for anybody that has any type of, of, of freedom in their veins, I don't want to be the same as anybody. And I don't want anybody to be the same as me. And, and somehow people are getting brainwashed with that. And, you know, it's nice. And, and, you know, it's, it's good to have people like, like yourself that combat this because sadly, you know, there's not a ton. There's a good amount, but there's not a ton of people that do it. There needs to be more, but do you have any other topics? I covered all the ones that I had written down.:
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think we I went down uh, the list here. I think we got everything, but um, but yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's about being a free man and you know being w- willing to fight to preserve your freedom, yeah, not only for yourself, but for, for everybody, for everybody that's not able to fight in, in the capacity that you are. But, uh, no, I think we covered everything. Uh, everything except Australia, which.
0: Which, man. You've seen the videos.
1: Home. I mean, good grief. You know, it's You know, they, they need guns down there. They need help.
0: Yeah. Um, apparently they're about to get destroyed by China, too. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, well, we just did the what the the trilateral alliance or whatever with was what it England with, and Australia?
0: Yeah, you know, yep.
1: Which I don't know that, if that's a good if, if the Biden administration wants to form an alliance with you, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing.
0: No, I mean, what you want to use China Joe to help you protect yourself from China? Y'all just sign <laughs> a deal with the devil.
1: You are the biggest island in the world, an island nation just below China, and now Joe Biden's knocking at your door. Mm, mm. That's I, two I'd, evils. I'd be abandoning ship.
0: Yeah, man, I'd be finding a submarine. Well, actually, China's got some major submarines, so never mind. Um, anyway, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, again, what was I going to say? I blanked. Please review, rate. I guess Daniel, you say that on the outro. That's your job. Um, with your nice music, the, the the music that makes me want to fall asleep. Um, it is a good outro. Like if anybody listens to it at night, that outro. I'm no, like, it is. It is really I'm soothing. Like, I like
1: it a lot. Cool.
0: Um Ben, you want to sign us off?
1: Well, you touched on it, but I want to go back to it real quick is um the censorship. I don't know if you realize but the censorship on TikTok ramped up lately. Um they were flagging videos in my private private video section. Oh,
0: bro, wait, time out side note. I probably shouldn't say this but they probably won't hear this. So I reached out to TikTok to the contact that I had cuz my account was shadow banned, right? I, I was I was getting under 500 views on a lot of my videos. Yeah. Um and reached out to them. And, um, for the third time now they've taken me off the shadow ban list. Like I'm talking about confirmed emails basically saying, um, like, yes, you know, check your account now, try posting a video. You should be fully unbanned. Cause I also got banned on a live after wow. not saying it. Like I was, I was on live for two minutes. Didn't say anything. I was trying to join someone else's live, got banned. And then I emailed her again. I'm like, look, this is ridiculous. My, my videos aren't seeing more than, I mean, the the For You analytics is completely gone. Under 500 views on my videos. And I'm talking about days on end. Um, you know, uh, uh, half my videos aren't even posting. Like, it's ridiculous. And then she was like, okay, give me a couple of days. I'll look into it. And then she emailed me back today being like, uh, "The ban- you should be fully unbanned now. You know, you try posting a video, everything should be back to normal. And I'm like, thank you. But like in the end, just knowing that it's a thing just makes me angry
1: you have you have you have actual verbal confirmation that that is a thing. I do. We yes. need to get Project Veritas in TikTok. But I don't is it it's not unknown though, is it? Well, I mean, I think just just if we could have somebody like hear somebody say that oh yeah, if you make a really good video that bashes Joe Biden and people are loving it, yeah, we'll just we'll just take it off the for you page.
0: But I don't I don't know if that's necessarily it, right? It could be bots reporting you, it could be people you know, an account that has you know followers that send you your send them your way.
1: That's exactly right. Is that we don't know what it is. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest, my my uh, block finger has gotten pretty trigger happy lately. Yeah, just because it's it, it it's not worth it's not worth losing the platform. So no, I've been I very block. I've been selective with the kind of content I I, I post lately. I, you know, I keep it a little more toned down because again, it's not worth losing the platform completely. I'm I pretty t- much. Uh,
0: Start doing YouTube, bro. That's what I've I've been doing. Way more content on YouTube than I do on TikTok. Yeah.
1: I mean, I try to direct people to Instagram where I can be a little more free with what I say. But um, anyway, TikTok is, uh, you know, whatever. TikTok is what TikTok is. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it sucks. But on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you for tuning into the John Dawson Perspective. If you can't see this, John Dawson just got some awesome neon lights behind him. Much love clothing line and the John Dawson Perspective official podcast Neon Sign. Yes, sir. To sign us off, I just want to say what we talked about last was the idea of being free men who are willing to defend their freedom no matter what, whether you're in a position to or not. There are people out there who are willing to defend you and are willing to fight for your freedom. And remember, we live in probably the most interesting timeline thus far in human existence. Remember that a thousand years from now, there will be people that would have killed to be in your position right now to be able to fight for the freedoms that we are fighting for today. Do with that what you will. Go forward, keep fighting the good fight, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe and rate the podcast. We'll see you on the next one.